This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? I am well nourished. Well nourished? Yeah. What does that mean? I ate two meals already today, Tom. <laughs> Breakfast and lunch. Breakfast and lunch. We're recording earlier than normal, because uh, yeah. we we're we're indisposed at the moment. We're overseas. Yeah, I mean, when you're hearing this, we'll be overseas. Yeah, we're joining the navy, seeing the world. <laughs> they were reluctant to take two men who are almost forty years old. Uh, not in, but we know computers. We told we them. know computer. Well, I told them I know a little karate. Oh, cool. Yeah, they need karate guys on Navy ships. <laughs> yeah, what if like one of the bad guys, you know, try and uh, land on the, they're like, ah, oh, we'll we'll take this uh, Navy ship for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And All they'll be the... like, surely these guys only know how to drive boats. Yeah. None of them probably know karate. Right. And you, and they've got the big guns, you know, if they see the planes coming or the boats coming. Yeah. But what if a scuba diver climbs but, up yeah, the side? But yeah, once they're on, once they're actually on the ship, guess what? You got to rely on good old fashioned karate. Yeah. And that's where I come in, sir, which was what I told the, re- oh, yeah, the recruiting officer. officer. Yeah. Did you, uh, the Navy, they're also submarines. Yeah, you, uh, you've seen their new slogan, the Navy, <laughs> we're also submarines. Yeah, uh, it uh, that sucks. Imagine Who go- else would be submarines? I don't know. I'd be submarines, furious if like, I was the Navy. It seems like it should be its own branch. Because it's so different, yeah. They're they're, you know, they're they're not like, uh, oh, join the air force. You can either uh, fly a plane or <laughs> a rocket ship to space, right? It's, it's... Uh, yeah, a little bit. They do some space stuff. They've got they've got this thing. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it, but they got a, a spaceship up there right now. The air force. Yeah. Yeah, I assume that, but like they have astronauts on there. The cowards of the skies. No, no, this, they claim this is an autonomous vehicle up there. But it's not. Yeah, but they won't tell There's anybody. There's a dog in that thing. They won't tell anybody what it's for, but it's been up there for like three or four years already. Really? Yeah. Where did you find out about this YouTube video? No, no, no. It's, it's, I mean, the theories are, are from YouTube videos, but like it is disclosed that it's kind of like the B 47 or something, mm-hmm. but it's up there. Uh, uh, it looks like a little space shuttle. Okay. Like it has it's like in this, space. Yeah, yeah. But but like we don't use the space shuttle anymore, or at least that's what they'll have us think. Uh but this thing's up there and they're like, oh, it's like self driving or whatever. It's autonomous and it's up there doing tests. Is and Elon Musk involved with this? No, no, it's self driving in space and you're telling no, me. No, I think it's a Boeing. I think it's a Boeing vehicle. Uh-huh. Uh but they're like, Cool, what tests are is it doing? Nah, we're not gonna tell you what tests it's doing. It's like, well, what tests are you doing up there for years? I mean the 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 what they actually think is like oh this thing's like a uh, either a spy satellite or that it has weapons on it and the idea is like if World War Three broke out they'd be like all right rover like go shoot down all the other satellites up there like yeah. that, that's what it's up there doing wow up there for I guess we'll find out soon I, we definitely <laughs> will find out uh, within our <laughs> very short lifetimes. Uh, so yeah, so the, the, the air force does do some space stuff. Sometimes. Cool. Well, I don't ever want to go on a submarine, so I will not, I'm, I'm going to have to beg to get out of this Navy. <laughs> well, and in the Navy, I mean, you're saying it should be its own thing, but like within the Navy, I think it's pretty much, I don't think it's like you show up to work on Monday and it's like, oh, I wonder if I'm going to be in a ship or a submarine this week. Maybe, or maybe it's just like, oh, for the rest of my career, Am I going to be in a ship or a submarine? And they just tell you stuff. From what I understand about the armed forces, they tell you stuff. You have very little recourse. Yeah. They're in charge. I'd rather not. Second thought, war doesn't seem so (laughs) palatable to me. Um, Yeah, I mean, and there are people, you know, there's like a, you know, people on the subs that they're the cooks or whatever. So it's like, I'm just going to be in a... I'd like to be a cook on a ship, maybe a cruise ship. Maybe I shouldn't even (laughs) join the military, Tom. You should just join uh, Royal Caribbean? Yeah. Instead? Well, that's like all like diarrhea food, right? Tim, what does that mean? It's all diarrhea. Everybody comes off a cruise ship with diarrhea. No, not everybody. It's just that when there most people when there are outbreaks or whatever there, 
of like uh, illnesses, stomach-borne yeah. illnesses. Mm-hmm. You're in a confined space, so it's going to spread pretty rapidly. Yeah. But I'll tell you this. Any, I haven't been on a cruise ship in a long time, but anytime I've been on a cruise ship, uh, and this was part, again, what I told the recruitment officer. He's like, oh, he marked down like been on cruise ships. Um, mm-hmm. Which you know, is a, v- a very big plus. Yeah. He was like, actually, I'm going to put that above the karate. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I, and I insisted, no, you keep the karate uh, at number one unless you want a karate chop to the neck. Oh, wow. And that intimidated him? <laughs> yeah, and he was like, oh, you're, you're a naval officer material. So part of the Army or the armed forces uh-huh. is uh, you. There's uh, some of them are shipped overseas. Some of them are in space, apparently, or <laughs> not in space, wink, wink. Uh, and then some of them are just like you've been. Uh, we're we're putting you in a strip mall in the suburbs to recruit people. Yeah, yeah, that'd be. Uh, that's what. That's the job that I'd be most suited for because <laughs> I spend most of my time in strip malls, and very, uh, not not much of my time on the battlefield, Tom. Well, I don't think they want people who have spent a lot of time on the battlefield before they join the military. Why? Because then it's like they don't want to. Uh, well, then tell that to these guys that I saw at a paintball place one time. Yeah, because they're they're on the the battlefields of Long Island, and they, they think they're they're a shoe in for corporal <laughs> or whatever the rank is. <laughs> well, that's what they're training for. Uh, on the battlefields of the, yeah. uh, <clears throat> I was r- reminiscing about, uh, uh, my time playing paintball earlier this week, Tim. Wow, Tom. Yeah. I do not like paintball. Uh, Everybody is so serious about paintball when you go to paintball, except for me. Yeah. I'm pretty, yeah, I'm not like serious in the, I'm serious during the, the match. Yeah. But like in the beforehand, it's not like, oh, yeah, we don't need to put game phases on or whatever. Yeah. Let's just put the paintballs in the thing. I also don't like being involved in combat of any of any sort or shooting any kind of weapon, even if they're just fun paintball weapons. I'll tell you this much. If I'm playing paintball, every time I've played it, which has only been like a handful of times, I've always thought while I'm doing it, boy, imagine if this is real. Holy moly, would this be <laughs> stressful? <laughs> like, imagine if the fear you have right now of like poking your head out that you might get a paintball splat on your head, uh, that uh, it might just blow your head clean off. Yeah, that sting. I don't even like getting hit with the paintball. Exactly, honest, that's what um. I'm thinking. I'm like, oh, you know what? I would probably just find a like a really good place to hide if this yeah. were all uh, serious. I would definitely I'd not. Try, I'd do my hardest not to be there in the first place. Right. And I would definitely not like run from this thing that I'm behind to that thing over there. No. One time we were at a, a bachelor party for a friend, mm-hmm. Tom, and we got mixed in with this whole group of like serious guys uh, that yeah. were playing paintball. And I just wanted to shoot my friends uh, with the paintball gun at like <laughs> very close at range. very like closer range than they tell you is allowed right. as a bit, because um, it doesn't hurt that bad. It won't kill them unless you hit them in the wrong place. <laughs> and then, uh, so this other guy who I've never seen, he was in fatigues that he brought from home, and he brought mm. his stuff, and uh, they blew the whistle or whatever, and the thing started, and we were on the same team. And he sprinted by me, and as he was sprinting by me, he he slapped me on the back real hard and went, cover me! <laughs> and I didn't even, I don't know what that means. <laughs> right. Like, I know theoretically what it means, <laughs> right. but I don't know how but to... But in practice, you don't know how to cover. I don't know how to cover, how to cover yeah. someone. And, like, immediately, he just got shot by, like, 15 guys, yeah. and he wanted to beat the shit out of me. He was coming over and screaming at me. It was like, even if I had ever shot any kind of anything before, I don't think even... Uh, an experienced person could have stopped all 15 people from shooting you like that. Yeah. But he was angry. And uh, I, I I was just like, I think I'm going to go wait in the car while you guys finish this up. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like, and in real war, I don't think that that's really how it, like, that's how it works in movies. But I think in real war, like, that guy would say to you, like, hey, I'm thinking about going over there. Uh, if you covered me, you think I'd make it, or you think they'd, uh, they'd that kill war me? Works? I didn't a think lot there's of a talk. lot of conversation. I don't think you and I are qualified to talk about. No, I think it would go more that way. 
Or, or I think you know, uh, or it's he not would a say, guy cover like, me. Hey, you pukes, you get over there right now. <laughs> I think if a guy was like, cover me, you would then grab him by the before he ran away and be like, I can't cover you, man. Look at yeah. it, it's a death trap. You're walking yeah. into. Wait, I'm, I'm not going home to your wife and telling her that that I lost you, and then I have to marry her. Yeah. Because she, you know, we we have that in common. We're both sad that you're gone, and and we and we can only find love within each other's hearts yeah, and each other's eyes. But then, frequently, I think. But then, I I feel overwhelming guilt all the time about what I've done. Who's gonna raise his son, though, Tom? I'll raise your son. Yeah, see. But I'll resent him. Why? Because when I look at him, I just feel the guilt. Uh-huh. I feel the guilt of, of of having married your wife. So your son, he'll resent me, and I'll resent him, and then he'll he'll go into the war business as well. The war business. Yeah. It's rough. Tim, this week, we're talking the bubbly stuff. The bubbly stuff. The, the champagne of waters. The fizzy stuff. God's soda. God's soda? God's soda. Because it's pure. Because it's pure like God. Yes. God's soda, seltzer itself. Yeah. It's like the saliva of angels. Ooh, carbonated saliva. That's something that you'd love in heaven, <laughs> right, Dub? Jeez, though. What? what? You love carbonated drinks. Oh, so wait. Imagine you're... you could have carbonation in your mouth at all times. Oh, I thought you meant like drinking just a bottle of carbonated saliva. Well, if it was straight from an angel, yeah. that's Well, fine. I still probably wouldn't want to drink a bottle of it. A glass, though? <laughs> a glass, <laughs> a sure. A pint of it is fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, seltzer. Tim... Let's talk about the elephant in the room first. We're drinking the hard stuff. Yeah. The devil's soda. Spiked seltzer. Uh, alcoholic seltzer. Oh, yeah. Now, how do they do that? Oh, we're White Claw, right? That's the- That's a big brand. Big brand, best brand. Which I feel I like don't know if it's within the, the last three or four weeks, everybody, like White Claw turned into a meme. Yeah. Well, I've been drinking White Claw for up to 12 weeks, I'd say. Seen it in refrigerators. Well, so I was I was doing some research as I normally do, mm-hmm. and I found an article in July where they said uh, White Claw had experienced two hundred two hundred and eighty three percent growth in the last four weeks. Yeah, <laughs> and I feel like that was before it became kind of like a meme, and before. Uh, which is, has happened recently, <laughs> which is that they've issued a statement saying that uh, there, there's a shortage. Oh. Uh, and that's why they're raising prices? No, they're not raising prices, but I think they're- well, those fools. <laughs> uh, but I think that they're probably warning, like, look look out there for uh, you know the black market. We can't control the black market. They might start raising prices. Yeah. I think it was more just like- Hey, don't get mad if you don't, don't. buy other brands. Well, probably just like, hey, you know, if you don't see us at the supermarket, don't forget for like a month or two until we can catch up. Don't forget about us and then try a different brand and realize like, oh, the other brands are just as good. Yeah, they're all the same. And they're, the one thing they have in common is that uh, they all taste like candy and not at all like an alcoholic beverage. Yeah, it has no alcoholic taste to it. They had the like the seltzers, the the alcoholic seltzers, uh, the craze started last summer. Yes, um, but we were we were there, me and you. We had it. Yeah, exactly. Last summer, but they they I, I work in an office, uh-huh. and there were some of them in the office shared La-dee refrigerator. Guy working in office, I know Tim, and I work in the mines. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, white collar, blue collar. Yeah. That's the name of our new podcast. At least it would have a hook, for Christ's <laughs> sakes. Uh, and, uh, there it's was... replacing uh, the current podcast, Military Talk, with Tim and Tom. Uh, <laughs> military speculation. Yeah, ill-informed, <laughs> offensive talk about the armed services. Tom, yeah. can we make it clear? We support the troops. Of course we support the troops. By keeping them laughing while they're deployed. Yeah, they're like, it, these boys don't know anything about what I do. This sh- this they're show soft. Is essentially a USO tour. 
Yeah. Hey, keep it up uh, over there. Or down there for our, our friends in submarines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tim, stop reminding him of how hellish that is. Do you think this show has ever been listened to on a submarine? Yeah, probably. That's cool. We... <laughs> I mean, I doubt it's ever been like blasted over the speaker so everybody hears it. Yeah, you think they still have that like old-timey uh, right. like horn speaker yeah. thing in there? Yeah, they do. That's the thing that really depresses me about <laughs> submarines. I feel like the interiors haven't been updated since the 50s. Yeah, probably like, not. There's still I like mean, a I picture think... of Eisenhower in each one. That wouldn't be depressing. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like you, they they surface. You're gonna be like, I got I got a I got some bad news about Ike. <laughs> you, you've been down there for sixty years. That's the other thing I'm afraid of. That like you you get put down there in a submarine and you and they don't let you back up for a while because yeah. you can't just swim out of there. Oh no no! If they you open up the door, it's gonna be trouble for everyone yeah. in the sub. I mean, if they sail you out to sea. You could jump overboard and swim. Tim, that's not true either. Probably. It's not true. I You ever see the island of Dr. Moreau, the film? I've read it. Yeah. I lived it. Um no, there's this guy, uh, this author that I uh uh am a fan of, Hugh Howie, and I follow him on Twitter. And he, Hugh Hefner. And he has like a He was more of a photographer than an author. <laughs> he was more of a man about town. He has like a big uh uh boat, like he lives on like a boat that he had made. Mm-hmm. Um and he just like sails around the world on this boat. But he was writing once about how he's like Yeah, one of the kind of scary things is like I sailed, you know, middle of the ocean all over by myself and the boat has like an autopilot. And the scary thing is like Sometimes I'll be like peeing over the back of the boat and I'll think like, boy, if I slip, that's it. Like I'm going to fall and the boat's going to keep going mm-hmm. and I'm going to die. And it's basically uh, the equivalent of like falling off a roof, mm-hmm. but the fall's going to take like three days before you hit. What do you mean it's going to take three days? Before it's going to take three days for him to like finally die. Why doesn't he wear a backpack with an inflatable raft in it whenever he wants to go pee off the side? Because even then, he's in the middle of nowhere. And it's just like, yeah, no, there's no chance anyone's going to come across me. Mm. I'm just, I'll just... You know, die of uh, exposure. Hugh Hefner's a, a, a known liar, Tom. <laughs> but then he's talking about this other guy that he said he knew of. I think it was like a, a, a famous guy. And uh, this guy to wake up in the morning would dive off the front of his boat while it was on autopilot, swim under and grab onto a rope that the that the boat was trailing, mm-hmm. knowing that if he missed that grab, that was it. The boat would just keep going. And he would. You know. Why wouldn't he just stop the boat? What do you mean? Why would he keep the boat going on autopilot if he wanted to go for a swim? It wasn't that. It was, it was that he wanted seeker. the thrill of like. It's the well, only way you could get the blood flowing in the yeah, morning. Yeah, like well. Well, that guy's damaged. <laughs> yeah. We shouldn't be celebrating this. Yeah, behavior. just have some coffee. That'll get the blood flowing. Yeah, or just enjoy being on a jog boat. Jog around the deck a little bit, yeah. or stop the boat and get, go for a swim, and then swim back to the boat. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. I was thinking too. I was like, they probably make like a wrist strap or something like Bluetooth, where it's like, oh, if this loses connection, yeah, stop the boat. Yeah, and let me. Oh, but then when you go to swim back, it's like, oh, reconnected. Uh, it's uh, like the 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 trick when somebody goes to get in your car. Yeah. Well, I guess you could take the take it off, but then what if a fish gets it? And then the fish goes. And then the fish. Suddenly, starts... the fish owns your boat now. <laughs> right, and sleeping with your wife. That would be that would be fun if they put uh, a a thing like that on a shark, and then the shark just had a boat following him wherever he went for the rest of his life. <laughs> Why would that be fun? I don't know. Do you think the shark would even notice? I mean, the shark. <laughs> why do you think? Why do you assume this is for the shark's benefit? I don't know. Because if the shark did notice, I think it would probably just like stress it out until it died. <laughs> yeah, one less shark. <laughs> Sharks are our enemy, right? We would like <laughs> Tim. When I was a kid, I did not understand like why everybody wasn't united. Of like, well, finally one day we're gonna get rid of all these. Snakes. Yeah, just wipe out the sharks. No, not now the I sharks, understand. but the snakes. Oh, the snakes. Yeah, sharks we need, but snakes we don't need. Snakes. We need snakes. They like barely even eat. We still don't understand how snakes move. 
not true. That's that's 100% true. It's not. We have a pretty good handle on it, but we don't really understand. You can go understand. to the pet store and figure it out. Just watch it move around. Little legs? It's not little legs, Tim. That's what scientists don't know no, at this point. No, it's slithering. Yeah, but you can't sliver like that. Slither, not <laughs> sliver. Oh. <laughs> um, Seltzer. Seltzer. Um, what were we talking about before we started talking about the the military and and uh, uh just about all this? Oh yeah, in my uh in my oh, office yes, fridge yeah. they had uh the, the hard seltzer yeah. in there. We just have a bucket in the mines and it's full of uh piss. dirty water. Oh. <laughs> well, and sometimes it is piss. And... Yeah. Anyway, there's uh people would just. You know, it'd be 11 a.m. and be like, oh, I'll go for a seltzer. And you would drink a whole oh. thing before somebody had to come up to you and be like, oh, that's not like a LaCroix or something. That, yeah, that's that, alcoholic. That's got alcohol in it. And you can't taste it. Right. Um, and it's packaged kind of the same and just kind of the, like it does. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, it's got like a, a non... It doesn't look like a beer can. It doesn't have three X's on it, which is all the booze that I drink. <laughs> right, so you know. Yeah, and so there there have been a number of mishaps in my office. My company's going out of business because of it. <laughs> so if you're a small business owner, do yeah. not stock hard seltzer at the office for uh, use after hours. Or keep it locked up in the boss's office. Yeah, the boss is always getting. Well, make sure the boss isn't a, doesn't have a drinking problem. Every boss has a drinking problem. Yeah, because they gotta deal with all the knuckleheads. Exactly. Yeah, you don't you don't become the boss by having one, but once you're there, you're like, pour me a stiff one. I gotta figure out the budgets yeah. now. Or pour me a loose one. You know, seltzer, <laughs> alcoholic seltzer. That's what they call a loose one. Yeah, because like a stiff one is gonna be like a you're gonna drink it go like oh oh whoa, yeah that burns, but a loose yeah. one. Oh, go, is that even alcohol? Ah, like that. Yeah. So I was reading an article about uh, the the hard seltzer boom. Mm -hmm. uh, I forget what publication it was in, but it was by uh, that guy Josh Barrow. Uh, okay. And he was probably in New York Magazine. I think so. He, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think for? that's who he writes for. All right. So we're crediting the author. Yeah. Look, don't get us involved in all this plagiarism <laughs> stuff. But he was talking about uh, uh, the the hard seltzer, and he made a really good point, which was, uh, and look, we're not just going to talk about a hard seltzer. We're going to talk about the soft seltzer, too. Yeah, you can't, that's you the can't real, have a hard without the soft. That's it's, the real loose stuff. Yeah. Um, but he said, uh, he was like, everybody thinks this is a fad. This is not a fad, and I'll tell you why, because this is filling an unserved uh, desire in the market which is to have a uh, vodka soda in a can. Oh yeah, that's true. And which they do have. In I the remember UK. walking around on the street in the UK drinking a vodka soda in a can. Yeah. And just being like, why don't they have this in in like why can't you just walk around the city drinking this <laughs> in New York? And now uh, I'm actually kind of glad. Yeah. Uh, and he was just saying, look, people drink vodka soda because it doesn't have taste, essentially. It's like the, the most neutral thing you can drink. And that's what people want. And he said the difference is that, you know, a vodka soda is what vodka is normally like 40% alcohol. So then you put some soda in there. The drink is probably still 10 to 20% alcohol the entire drink. Right. Whereas these are 5% alcohol. And the difference is because these are brewed and not distilled. And one, I think legally you can't sell distilled single drinks in cans in the yeah. U.S. or most states or whatever. You never see it. Yeah. Uh, but on top of that, he was saying it's a uh, tax thing. Because uh, from Grub Street, Josh Barrow's article. Grub Street. How tax policy gave us White Claw. Yes. Uh, September 4th, 2019. Citing our sources here, like <laughs> true heroes. True professionals. Yeah. Um, now I'll just read it verbatim. <laughs> but uh, uh, I didn't realize that that's the difference between like, I thought like hard seltzer at first was kind of just a, like, oh, they just found like a different way to package, you know, wine spritzers and yeah. Zima to people. But that's not true because a lot of that stuff is uh fermented like grains or barley or whatever like how you make beer mm -hmm. 
And the reason why that stuff is very like citrusy tasting is that that's what they have to do to make it not taste like beer, not have that beer taste. This they make with sugar. Nice. So then it just, it doesn't have that same taste to it. Uh, it tastes very nice yeah, in my that's opinion. That's what God's beer beard is made of. That's what God's beard tastes like. Yeah. Seltzer. <laughs> no, sugar. Yeah. Like oh. cotton candy. Ooh, God's got a cotton candy beard. Yeah. I'd like to see that. And, uh, Carbonated saliva. <laughs> oh, God, that's like a... Hmm. A makeout session with God is uh, <laughs> delicious. Well, it just sounds like it's, uh, I don't know, probably like, like sticky a lot. Yeah, know? God's pretty sticky. Well, heaven's probably air-conditioned. Yeah. Oh, it's, I mean, it's not air-conditioned like you walk into... A freaking J. Crew, right? And in it's like Manhattan freezing in in August, and you're just like, there needs to be a middle ground here. Yeah, guys. this is too cold. It's a meat locker in here, and yeah. I've been in a meat locker before. Right, you used to work at a butcher shop. Yeah, so I know exactly what that's like. Is that what you tell and the J. Crew in Soho? Is just like <laughs> so. It. What do you tell like the seventeen year old J. Crew? And look, I've been in a meat <laughs> locker. I know what a meat locker feels like. Oh, uh, do you need any help? Was with that anything, one of the sir? Kennedys at that point? Because none of the Kennedys have ever been in a meat locker. Yeah, but we've been in the J. Crews. We've been in <laughs> the Hollisters. <laughs> um, well, I do feel like Kennedys have had like people put into meat lockers. <laughs> As a goof, yeah. Yeah, as a goof, but then and, it went and wrong, and, and then it had to be... Kenny Bungport. Yeah, then they had to, you know, had to make a call to the authorities. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, those those rascally Kennedys. Um, I think that was all I had to say about the hard seltzer. Yeah, I think you just wanted to do this episode because you said, I have a tie-in, and uh, then brought no, out No, I said, this- I have a tie-on. You're not wearing a tie. I took it off because I didn't want to make you feel intimidated. Thank you. I think we should wear ties when we record. Oh, you would love that, wouldn't you, Mr. White Collar against me, the blue collar miner? You can wear a denim shirt with a tie. Just look at uh, Jay Leno. No, you just want me to wear a tie so you could be like, oh, that's the only tie you got? It's all covered in soot. Yeah, so what? Most of my ties are covered in soot. Well, that doesn't make any sense. This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by Saqqara. You want to feel better about what you eat, but sometimes it's hard to prepare healthy meals that also taste good. With sure Saqqara, as heck is. Yeah, Tom, you, you know it. With Saqqara, you can reach your health goals without sacrificing taste. Saqqara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. And along with delicious meals, Saqqara also has daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to support your nutrition. Tom, to Mm -hmm. boost results, try the best-selling Metabolism Super Powder. It's an all-natural remedy for bloating, weight gain, and fatigue. Tom, I I tried some of this. I could use that. Yeah, we ate some of this Saqqara food. Mm -hmm. Very fresh. Very fresh and filling and delicious. And right now, Saqqara is offering our listeners... 20% 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash guide or enter code guide at checkout. That's Sakara S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash guide to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash guide. For over 80 years, Fram has been a leader in automotive filtration because that's the only thing they do, baby. Filters. Want to protect your well-oiled machine or breathe easier when driving? Fram has the right filter for every kind of driver. Fram oil filters are American-made, tough, and feature SureGrip technology. No-slip grip for easy install and remove, even with an oily hand or glove. Fram cabin air filters filter out contaminants like exhaust fumes, allergens, and pollution. That's all the kind of stuff you don't want. And with the power of Arm & Hammer baking soda, you can breathe easy with an odorless interior. Arm & Hammer baking soda, the best stuff. I didn't know that they had cabin air filters with that stuff. I'm going to get one of these cabin air filters now. Honestly, I didn't know cabin air filters was a thing, and I probably should have. Now I'm going to get one. And look, Well, we'll- now, that, now that we know that baking soda is a part of it. Yeah. Well, and look. 
No matter how you drive, Fram has the right filter for you. Head over to Fram.com, that's F-R-A-M.com, and find your perfect filter today. And thanks to Fram for sponsoring the Complete Guide to Everything. Now. Tim, let's talk about the soft stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh... Seltzer, regular old seltzer. Let me tell you this. Let me give you a personal anecdote. And then after that, I'll give you the personal antidote. To I've I've poisoned your seltzer. I I I tasted it. It was pretty. It was pretty bitter, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's uh, your, your liver's eating itself right now. Yeah. Well, um, gotta go sometime. Uh, I Tim, as you know, I'm a soda fanatic. Yeah. I love uh, the fizzy stuff. I love colas in particular. Mm-hmm. I love diet colas. Yeah. I love colas with. Uh, what you call it in it? The fake sassafras. Shit. It's not sassafras. Well, that's saccharin, what I like. Saccharin. I like sassafras. That's what that's what makes a root beer, right? Is it? I think root the, beer the comes root from of a the sassafras? sassafras root. Yeah. Huh. Now, what? What drink did they make succotash with? What is succotash? Succotash is a dish. Oh yeah, it's no, like I'm a never... casserole or something. Yeah. Um. What were we talking about? You were talking about how you love soda <laughs> oh, with saccharin in it. I though. love soda with saccharin in it. No, I love what's what's the the one that I love? Not stevia, Splenda. Splenda. So like the Coca Cola zero sugar, the Pepsi zero sugar. Those I love. Right. Around. Do you like root beer? Yeah. Do you like Dr Pepper? Yeah. Do you like <laughs> Sprite with lime in? Look, I, I, there's not a soda alive that I'll turn down. Yeah, there's like blue, there's like blue cheese soda and stuff. What? No, there's not. Yeah, there is. There's like weird. Oh, yeah. By me, sodas. What? That's like you know when they make like, uh, like vomit flavored. Uh, no, jelly people beans or like that. That. No, uh, I don't think so. People like, uh, you know, to to mix it up. It makes them feel alive. Like, look at I'm drinking blue cheese soda. But you know what? I probably would like blue cheese soda. But my well, favorite. Then you can get it from WT Heck Soda. Yeah, I think I have seen the, that brand actually. Yeah. They have all the wacky flavors. Yeah. It's an appropriate name. Yeah. Oh, I see. What the heck? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So that's not a. You're not out there selling Coca Cola and are like, what the heck? You won't believe this cola flavored soda. Right. Because people like cola. Anyway. Uh, around the turn of the year, I was like, I'm drinking too much damn soda. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta do something about this. So I stopped buying soda for my home. I will still buy soda while I'm out. Uh, about. Like every time you're out and about. You used to not leave your home very much, and now you leave your home all the time just because you <laughs> just crave to get soda. soda. Yeah. yeah, so it's a great, you know. Uh, it's a good incentive to, to, to get out there. It's like a double-edged sword, D. but good. The right. double-edged sword. The double-edged sword can be good. Yeah, if you're fighting an enemy. Yeah, and you put it out there. If you're fighting two, two enemies, yeah. and then you put it out there, you hold it out there in front of you, and then make the two enemies run into each yeah, other. Yeah, they were running into each other to high-five before they came to yeah. beat and you. You can even, uh, if you're really good and time it right, just toss that double-edged sword in between them yeah. and run away. You should wear like a leather glove, though, so you don't get cut holding yeah. up the- Is there a handle this? in the middle? Like Darth Maul's lightsaber? Yeah, that's kind of... Yeah, I guess Darth Maul has a double-edged sword. Yeah. Look where it got him. I think he died. No, he you you thought he did in that movie, but then he came back in like the cartoons and then, uh, spoiler alert, the end of uh, Solo. <sighs> the Han Solo movie. Cool. Yeah, so he's, he's alive. I can't wait till we go to Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> you know how much that hotel they said is going to be? Uh, $100 a night. $1,000 a night. Really? Yeah. Per room? Yeah. Uh, so we'll I don't think I'm going to go there. We'll have to share a room. We'll have to get a bunch of us to share one room. I mean, if and they're we'll going to come to us for Jedi missions in the middle of the night, we're going to have to. Yeah, but what if they're like, Ian, only one of you can come. I'll be pissed. Yeah, and I'll take out my double-edged sword and be like, you're going to take both of us, see? Yeah. Actually, I'd probably be like, I'd rather sleep. <laughs> yeah, now that I'm, I'm very a, tired. Now that I'm asleep, I would rather <laughs> just say so. I've been walking around all the gift yeah, shops and yeah. everything all day. Um, 
So I stopped drinking. I stopped buying uh, cola for the home for mm-hmm. the house. Right. Uh, as I started buying seltzer. For the home, for the the house. Have you ever considered drinking water, Tom? I drink water all the time. It's called seltzer water. No, I drink regular water, too. I actually just replaced my water filter today. (laughs) Wow, Tom. Yeah, that's how much water I drink that I I blew through a filter. How long did it take? Uh, I've blown through a a Brita water filter in two and a half days. (laughs) How did you know? It, it, It gets so overworked. It's like, please... I, <laughs> Please, sir. I have I have a wife and kids. They don't. They're water filters, Tom. Oh, that's what you say to it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, just remind me of my miserable experience ex- existence. Yeah. So I've been drinking a lot of seltzer. That would be a shitty Pixar movie if it was like <laughs> just a water filter. Did you know your Brita water filters uh, come to life yeah, when you close it, the refrigerator door, and it wants nothing more than a family. Mm. Of its own, but it's but it nothing can. else in the refrigerator is alive. <laughs> yep. So it just you know talks to your inanimate cheese about yeah. its desires to start a family. It's not like uh, the the cast of the hilarious film Sausage Party is in is also in the. It's the, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. The refrigerator. Yeah, and I like all the people involved in that. Yeah, for the most part, but yeah, not good. You don't like uh, f- cartoon food products telling sex jokes what's wrong with you thing was it wasn't even just sex jokes you got to see him have sex a lot of times really? it was like too explicit for my taste yeah <laughs> to leave something you fainted at the movie theater <laughs> oh, well leave a little something to the imagination yeah about you know how two donuts would have sex yeah well, now I'm curious. Now I have to watch that film. Um, I watched the first five minutes of this film of that film, and I was like, "This is not for me." I think I went to the movie theater, and I almost like walked out. Wow. I'll never walk out of a movie once I've paid my money. I've walked out of a movie. You just walk into another movie, Tom. That's true. I, well, I do that after a movie's done anyway. Yeah. Um, Tim, let me tell you a little something about how seltzer, God's water. God's soda. God's, God's saliva. Wa- it should be God's water. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because water's God's water. Yeah. Wine is God's water. That's Jesus's water. Uh, should talk to him about that. No, it's Jesus's blood is wine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's God's saliva. <laughs> Um, it was thought that the first person to aerate... Oh, well, so I should sh- say this up top. God's seltzer water is mineral water. Right. Because that's natural bubbly water, fizzy water. So there's a difference between mineral water, Mm -hmm. seltzer, club soda, and tonic water. Yes. Tonic water is Quinine. What's that? Is quinine in it? Yeah, quinine. 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 (laughs) Quinine. Q-U-I-N-I-N-E. Yeah. And Uh, what is that? It was originally used uh, to treat malaria. Does it still work? No. I don't think <laughs> it, it ever, ever did. Work? Yeah, no. It's, so and, it's like a uh, snake oil type thing? Yeah. The FDA recently banned its use as a cure for leg cramps. Um, if you drink it, uh, you can get headaches and fever, and uh, sometimes bad reactions have been fatal. What the hell? Don't. All right. Enough with tonic water then. Why are you making tonic water? Not even like I doubt many people. Uh, I well, people have gin and tonics. G and T's yeah. they call them. Yeah, and I'll have a gin and tonic. Or if sometime. you're if you're uh, Billy Joel, you call them tonic and gins. Yeah. Well, it made the rhyme work. <laughs> made a classic rhyme work. Yeah. Uh, Davy was in the Navy. <laughs> That's true. I wonder if he was on a sub. Yeah, I mean, he's in it for life. He, but he joined the on... club to be in a sub and... Wow, yeah. Yeah. And? and? Put bread uh... in my jar. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Tom, we're going to see Billy Joel pretty soon. <laughs> Tim, you've been saying this on so many episodes I know, but for months. by the time this episode comes out... It'll be even closer. Yeah, it'll be less than two weeks away from when this episode drops. Wow. Isn't that exciting? It is exciting. I can't wait. I'm going to put bread in this jar. 
<laughs> they have men stationed say, on man what are you doing here <laughs> they, have, they have men stationed on either end of the stage <laughs> to prevent people like you from, from going putting up. bread in his jar yeah because once you, he sees the cold hard cash in my hands he'll be like let him on yeah no tim you're you're saying that now but i know you're gonna bring in a roll uh like an italian bread yeah i wish i could bring in a, a loaf of bread into <laughs> madison square garden they are they are tight with the security there, Tom. Yeah. Yeah. You can buy it. I'm sure they pr- they probably have like a stand. You know how there are places where like uh like you go to see the opera or whatever and they like uh you know, sell flowers there so you can throw them at the Do they? performers. Yeah, presumably. <laughs> have you ever been to the I opera? Might be Tom? The ballet. Have you ever been to either the opera yeah, or the I ballet? Yeah, I go to the ballet and the opera all the time. Uh, they probably have like a a stand where you can buy bread to put in Billy Joel's jar. That'd be great. Yeah, I bet he's just like, eh, and I'll dip it in the marinara sauce. Yeah, and then he's taking, and then he'll be like, uh, Brenda and Eddie are the populist daddy. <laughs> so wait, when you put it in, that's what gets him singing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, if you don't keep him fed with bread. Yeah. Billy Joel's getting back on the ho- helicopter going back uh, back to Long Island. And you got to keep him fed. His favorite is bread. And if you don't do it, you'll be dead. Well, no, he just leaves. <laughs> well, and when you're, you've, you'll wish you were dead. I saw Billy Joel speak uh, less than a year after 9 11. And he was talking about how he, the, the, the original 9-11, <laughs> or like the 9-11-2001. It wasn't like, I saw him in, uh, you know, May of uh, friggin' 2014. Yeah. Now I saw him and he was giving like a talk to college students, mm-hmm. of which I was one. And he was telling, it was almost as if it were a heroic story about, how they had a big benefit concert at Madison Square Garden for like all the first responders, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and uh, he <laughs> there was like dead air for a good ten minutes while he argued uh, <laughs> about about something contractual. He's like, and I almost got screwed on the residuals if they ever planned to to uh, do derivative works from this. And he was just like, and this should teach all you college students value your work and never go on stage unless you have uh, everything in writing. And it's like, well, you didn't have to argue at the nine eleven benefit for the first responders. Yeah, where it was like, yeah, probably. Well, I'm going to need a piece of this if I'm going to go on stage. <laughs> well, I'm probably. It's like, yeah, they didn't get all that stuff in the contract because they were trying to like get this yeah. up up on its feet quickly. <laughs> so, and everybody had good faith of like, yeah, we're not going to do a derivative. <laughs> You know, release an album of all your songs from this recording yeah. and then screw you out. Somebody probably would have. Yeah. It was probably savvy Who of Bruce him to do. But, like, it's that's a thing that, like, you had to do. And, like, he probably did have to protect himself in that way. Yeah. But, like, don't, don't brag talk about, about it, it yeah. six months later. Anyway. Anyway, quinine. Don't, don't drink it. Yeah. Uh, Unless you like it. Club soda is different from seltzer, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Because they, they add minerals. Yeah. It has like a saltier taste. It has more sodium in it. Yeah. Did you know that soda is uh sodium water? That's where it comes from? Sodium water? Yeah. Give me one of them sodium water, sodium water, sodium water, sodium water, soda, so 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 soda. Yeah. That's uh in over time. Yeah, telephone game. You know, they're like, he asked for a soda water. Mm-hmm. Soda water, soda water, soda. And it went down the line yeah. until it got to the guy. I know. Uh, seltzers, just water that they put carbon into. <laughs> <laughs> carbon dioxide. Right. Yeah, carbon, would that would not taste good. Well, actually, I pass most of my water through carbon, right? No? What are the Brita filters made of? Uh yeah, I believe they are carbon filters. Yeah. So, and that's why uh, that's what causes them to come to life in my in my film. <laughs> yeah, they're the carbon based life forms. Li- life forms. Yeah. yeah, makes sense. Um, so you know, in the old days, they had to rely on God's to God to make seltzer. Uh, by it, sparkling mineral. Yes, but but then it's thought the first person to aerate water with carbon dioxide was William Brownrigg uh, in 1740. Although he never published a paper, 
Yeah, I make stuff all the time. I don't publish a paper about it. Well, so you got to publish a paper. Yeah, well, so he didn't publish a paper, and he got screwed because carbon. Oh, like he didn't patent it. The carbonation I, I process. Yes, carbonated water was. I guess that's what patenting is: is publishing it. Yeah. Okay. Carbonated water was independently, accidentally invented by Joseph Priestley, not to be confused with Jason Priestley right. from 90210, right. in 1767. So 27 years later, this guy- He accidentally did it? Yeah. What the fuck was he doing? I'll tell you what he did, accidentally Tim. carbonated he, he water. Discovered, like, I drink this. He discovered a method of infusing water with carbon dioxide after suspending a bowl of water above a beer vat at a brewery in Leeds, England. He wrote of the- particular or no not particular peculiar satisfaction he found when drinking it and in 1772 so even long you know five years later he published a paper entitled impregnating water with fixed air Hmm. the publication in which he published this that would print an article called impregnated impregnating water with fixed air i don't know the old hustler Something like that. Priestley's apparatus, which featured a bladder between the generator and the absorption tank to regulate the flow of carbon dioxide, was soon joined by a wide range of others. However, Tom, do you think this is interesting what you're saying? Or that anybody's. It wasn't until 1781 that carbonated water began being produced on a large scale with the establishment of companies specializing in producing artificial mineral water. Artificial. Uh, the bladder was replaced with large bellows. Like a... Like it, they, you have in a fireplace, yeah. yeah. So they would just blow the carbon dioxide in there. Man, uh, if you've ever have been around a fireplace with somebody under the age of 11, <laughs> they love that bellows. Tim, I'm telling you, I love that bellows. Yeah, and I'm it's a- always like, hey, put that down. <laughs> yeah. Stop playing with that. My niece apparently has been uh, fixated with trying to get into the chimney, into the uh, the fireplace oh, at my cool. uh, my brother's house. That'll be nice uh, now that <laughs> winter's coming. Yeah, yeah. Once the fireplace gets into use, then she'll, yeah, then she'll probably not be interested in it anymore. <laughs> um, I mean, if it gets hot enough, a baby's gonna like turn around and be like, "And this is probably." Yeah, yeah, probably actually. Uh, you get pretty close; it gets pretty hot. It's the opposite of me and J. Crew. When I walk into J. Crew, and I'm like, "It's too cold," and I turn around, and there's nothing for me there. Their 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 stuff doesn't fit me right. I'm of How a so? weird. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm I feel of like a peculiar body dimensions. I am of a peculiar. I'm like halfway between uh, a man and a small boy. and medium size, and there's the. Uh, I feel like I need to get all my clothes custom made. I thought you shopped in the Husky Boys section. I for I think that's probably my best bet. Yeah, they got a Husky Boys section in J. Crew, don't they? I don't know. Huh? You should go in there and ask. You have anything for a Husky boy like me? Yeah, I am a kind of a Husky boy. You're too tall to be a boy, and you're not Husky. Boys enough. these days are tall. What the hell is that? I don't know. <laughs> I was hoping it would make sense as I was saying it. Uh, another interesting thing I found out about this, Tim, which which will contradict your idea that soda water, seltzer water is any kind of saliva, which is that um, uh, they were trying to figure out health benefits or uh, detractions about it. Mm-hmm. The only thing was that it's a little more acidic than regular water. So yeah, they were it hurts like, your teeth. They were like, that could be bad, but they said it's the acidity is so mild that it is neutralized by saliva. Hmm. So saliva can't be club soda. Tom, would... God's saliva can be anything, though. <laughs> um, Everything that God wants to eat is immediately neutralized. But then that would mean you wouldn't taste anything. I mean, sometimes you want something that's a little acidic. Yeah, yeah, no, it won't harm him. Well, yeah, eating acidic things I doesn't mean, harm you necessarily. I mean, her. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. Yeah, well, I know. <laughs> All right. Uh, she is woman. Did I just blow your mind? 
You did, Tim. Are you going anywhere with this? No, or? no, no, no. <laughs> right. Well, you're just reading the Wikipedia for for no, seltzer. No, I took some notes. I know, but it was you weren't even paying attention to the words you were reading. Uh, back in the old days, you know what they called uh, seltzer water when they would order it at like the the you know they'd be like, "Hey, soda jerk." Well, that's not nice. That's what they called them, soda jerks. Well, that's not nice. Yeah, I don't know why they were called jerks. Because they jerked down the, the oh maybe the, uh, the, the soda. Uh, they would say, uh, uh, "Give me two cents plain." Two cents plain. Yeah, two bits. And that meant uh, a soda water because back then, if you wanted uh, flavoring added, like cola or you know cherry or whatever, uh-huh. uh, that was an additional three cents for the syrup. Uh, so you'd so. say, "Give me two cents plain." See. So it was and for that, cheapos. It was for cheapskates, yeah. Because now a seltzer costs the same as a can of soda. Yeah, you get the flavoring for free. Yeah. Wow, what a time. <laughs> it amazes me that, uh, man, we're we're recording this in Brooklyn, New mm-hmm. York. Yeah. Why doesn't somebody open a goddamn old-timey soda shop where it's, you know, they you mix it the way that a soda jerk did in the past? Uh, I'm sure there are places like that. I've had things like that. No, you haven't. Yeah, I have, Tim. What have you had? I've had like old timey sodas. Where? Where I... they mix them? Where they? Yeah. Where they put some two cent plain and then <laughs> and then add some syrups? Yeah, I go. Where? You know what? The market's been friendly to me. Put in some syrup. Put in some chocolate syrup. Chocolate. Yeah. Give me a chocolate water. What, what? Where have you had this before? I don't know, but I've had it before. I think you're lying. At like a theme. You, you I think often, you can get it at Johnny Rockets. I don't think Johnny Rockets exists anymore, Tom. Yeah, it exists. I went to a Johnny Rockets once on a cruise ship. Tom, you're going to get diarrhea <laughs> twice from that. You're going to get the worst kind of diarrhea. So give me two cents plain and, <coughs> give me two cents plain and diarrhea twice over. Yeah, jeepers, creepers. <laughs> I'll just hang my ass off the side. <laughs> no! Tough. Oh, I'm so and now the boat's going oh, without me. Brother, oh, grab, grab wearing, the rope. I should have been wearing the wrist strap. Oh. Why wouldn't you just always have a real, real, real long rope trailing behind you? Yeah. If I was out. Well, a shark could. <laughs> get on the ship. Yeah. Way. Could just eat his way up the rope until it suddenly was on the ship. Did you see this news article this week about, I didn't like, you know, I poor reading comprehension but uh it was like some underground laboratory and they like hadn't heard from it in a while and they went down there and all they found was like the frayed edge of the like wire and the whole like laboratory was gone oh yeah what kind of underground laboratory was underwater this? laboratory oh. so they were you like never oh go I... under the sea <laughs> like a sea monster ate it presumably probably yeah they're they're are legit sea monsters down there yeah Monsters of the Deep. Just ask James Cameron about that. What do you think? You think there's a lot of weird stuff under the ocean that like we have no idea? Um, yeah. Alien bases. Oh, alien bases? No, I think there's creatures that we're, we'd just be like, whoa, never saw that before. Yeah. You think any of them can talk? Nah. How would they talk? It'd be like, that'd be nice if they're friendly. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah. Um, you ever drink a whiskey and soda? Mm, I never get whiskey and sodas. No. Maybe that should be my my new go-to. I get a drink. vodka soda. Yeah, I get a whiskey and ginger ale. Whiskey and ginger ale is better, but you know ginger ale's uh, ginger ale sugary, of course. But then also, like you can get a bad ginger ale sometimes. Mm, what are you talking to Schweppes? No, Schweppes is nice, but I'm saying like you know if they're using the soda gun, sometimes it's like ah nobody really orders ginger ale here, so we're you know we got like stale ginger ale or yeah, like watery, stale ale. Nobody wants it, or like watery ginger ale or or something like that. Yeah, I like a real. Uh, look, this is going to make me sound like an asshole, okay. but I like a more artisanal ginger ale where it, like, you really taste the ginger, right? Because a Schweppes, it's sugar and a yeah. little bit of ginger there. But like, I really like an almost like, uh, oh, this is maybe too spicy. <sighs> uh, no, I disagree. Well, I don't like ginger. Well, then what are you drinking a ginger ale Cause for? Because I want an artificial ginger ale. 
I okay. want the artificial ginger taste. Yeah. What else? What else is I'm surprised? My dog's not going crazy as we keep saying her name over oh, and over. Oh yeah. Uh, what is as good as that? Uh, or what is in that same realm where the artificial version is better than the actual version? Uh, I feel like mm, that's the case for like certain fruit flavors. Uh, sour apple. Yeah. Yeah. Like a real sour apples disgusting like it's like oh this apple's gone it's bad. tart yeah but mm. uh but fake sour apples the one of the one of the best tastes out there yeah i prefer uh pepperoni to pepperoni <laughs> that's the same let me tell you this that's for dogs don't ever get your dog pepperoni because then every time you have pepperoni it's gonna think that it's for you it's for them oh yeah well how often do you have pepperoni in the house? Tom? <laughs> not, not very often anymore. Yeah, I can say that yeah, much, brother. Uh, that happens a lot though, because uh, I give her uh, chicken jerky, and then once in a while I have like a jerky for me, and uh, she doesn't understand. She's like, "Hey, that's the same thing." I should just start eating her chicken jerky. I started getting like more expensive one. And it claims that it's human grade chicken. Hmm. Human grade chicken sounds yeah. very. <laughs> Wait, what's going on here? I think it's just that they're very smart chickens. Ooh, they've been like they uh, can do. They're the ones that can do math and play yeah. They they've like fiddled with them genetically. This so. chicken has beaten a human, like a dim witted human, <laughs> but a human nevertheless. Yeah. Um. Uh. Tim, how much would you pay for two bits, two cents? A uh, a soda gun in your home. So I used to have one of those. Um, what were they? Soda called? streams. Soda streams. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say jet streams. I used to have one of those jet skir- jet 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 skir- jet streams. Sorry, what's happening? <laughs> My program is not working. <laughs> um, I never really used it. It was like kind of a pain because you would have to get the the CO2 refilled. Yeah. And you'd have to go, I I would have to go to like Bed Bath & Beyond to get new ones. Which isn't a bad place to just do a loop around every once in a while. I guess. And I think that's Uh, why they do it because they're like, yeah, get them into Bed Bath & Beyond. They'll buy other stuff while they're here. Stupid gadgets while they're there. Yeah. But I, but there's, there's no Bed Bath & Beyond really near me. So it was a pain. You know. And any time I went to do it, they were always just kind of like, huh, you want to do what? And it's like, oh, the website said I could exchange this. I'm like, oh, let me get the manager. Yeah. Maybe they know what the hell you're talking about. Um, The people at Bed Bath & Beyond are great. Okay. I mean that sincerely. They're they're all very friendly and cheerful. The employees of the few Bed Bath & Beyond locations that I've been in. And I've been in a few. All right, well, there you go, Tim's uh, 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 endorsement for Bed Bath & Beyond. It's not a paid endorsement either. No, that, this I is didn't genuine. say it was. Yeah, I know. I just want everybody to be Unsolicited endorsement. Yeah. Um, so I I never liked the jet stream or jet... Oh, no, it's happening Soda again. Soda stream. Tom, it's the, it's the word that you say more than any other word. Soda stream. But how much would you pay if you could have a bar-style soda gun right next to your, right, right in your sink? I'll tell right you two things. Right next to the, the, the one you pull out, and you probably do it accidentally all the time. You go and wash your dishes with Coca-Cola. <laughs> but how bad would that be? First, there's a number of things here. Number one, uh-huh. you act like there would be no maintenance of this or no replacement of either the, the yeah, soda. Yeah, so this is going to be like a magical one where, okay. like, I don't know, a man yeah, comes I, into I your house when you're not- I money for a magical lot of things, Well, let's Tom. not say magical. Let's say part of buying this is that, like, a man comes- So it's a subscription service, which yeah. is smart. It's a smart business to get into, a subscription right. service. I'm putting it out there as we should be offering this. We'll replace- the water gun in your sink with a soda gun. And guess what, though? You can still use it to wash dishes with water or Coca-Cola if you want. I mean, the the, the ones in the bar can shoot out regular water. That's what water. I'm saying. Yeah. Here's my problem with it, Tom, or yeah. with you. 
you're just trying to circumvent, you're trying to find a loophole for your no soda in the house. And if you're like, oh no, it's a magical gun in my sink. Yeah, I can't it comes help from it. the utilities not, company. Yeah, I'm not buying it from the supermarket. <laughs> it comes through the pipes. You're going to balloon up to 800 pounds. <laughs> oh, I think I even got finished saying pretty that. Pre-diabetic within a month. That when I when I changed over, uh, I lost like 30 pounds in like no time. Yeah. And I was drinking diet soda, but diet soda is not good for you either. It fucks yeah. with your body. It makes yeah. it all weird. I mean, everything we put into our bodies is terrible. Not seltzer water, Tim. It's it's bad. It's not bad. They've all the scientists. You know have this vaping disease that's happening. There's yeah. going to be something with all this. Everybody drinking Lacroix and stuff. They're going to be like, oh, yep, Lacroix liver is uh, killing people. At an no, alarming the vaping, rate. the vaping disease. Hey, I don't think it's actually like a disease. It's like an epidemic or whatever. Right. They don't really know what it is yet, but they're pretty sure that it's uh, related to uh, like black market vapes. Right. That it's like, oh, people are putting, they're cutting, they're diluting this stuff, and they're putting something in there that yeah. they shouldn't. Tom, we should disclose that you are on Jules' payroll, right? So you're here, yeah. you're going to defend. Think I, why do you think I got one of these Jules stuffed up my nose the whole time we're doing this thing? <laughs> no, I meant Jewel, the Alaskan uh, folk singer. Yeah. I live in her car now. Wow. <laughs> the same car that she lived in when she was writing all the songs. Look. I know that's one of the main things that we know about Jewel. And, <laughs> and she's I know from Alaska. That living And like, she wants to know who's gonna save her soul. Right. No, he wants she, she wants to know who's gonna save your soul, Tom. What? Oh, I misheard that song. But how long do you think And she, she put out that book car? of poetry. Yeah. How long did she live in her car? Yeah. I don't know. Was it in Alaska? Because that's rough. It's cold up in Alaska. Yeah, it is. Remember when Kurt Loder uh, attacked her over something like a grammatical error in her book of poetry? Vaguely, yeah. It's like, Kurt Loder, I get it. But if you're going to get into like pop stars and rock stars, their their use of the English language, you don't have to go after Jewel. There's There's other stuff here. To go after her for? <laughs> no, you can go <laughs> How after- How long did she live in that car? I'd like to know. I don't think she even claimed it was like that long. Yeah. I mean, uh, she had it, a lot of good angles when, yeah. when she came out, and she was very talented. She is a very, she remains a very talented yeah. singer songwriter. I mean, if either um, of us, if I'm either pro- of us had to live in our car for even like a week, we would talk about that forever. I'd be like, well, I lived in my car once. I mean, you replaced your water filter and you freaking <laughs> exactly. brought that up. Uh, I'm pro. But I'll tell you what, I'd like to replace my water filter with a soda gun. Yeah. Pro Jewel, pro Bed Bath and Beyond employees, and uh, support the troops. You're like a regular suburban mom, Tim. What do you mean? You like Bed Bath and Beyond. You like Jewel. You like supporting the troops. These are all bumper stickers you can get. Yeah. Well, about Bed Bath and Beyond and Jewel. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you get some custom ones made. I'm sure Jewel concerts they sell bumper stickers. I I feel like I've seen Bed Bath Beyond bumper stickers. All right, Tom. Do you have anything else uh, before we wrap it up about a seltzer? A seltzer would do me well, sir. But. But. Oh, what's the rest of my catchers? (laughs) Ah, man. But a wine would be extra fine. Something like that. Yeah. That's I'm always saying it. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, they sit at the bar and put bread in my jar <laughs> and say, man, what are you doing here? So when they're saying, man, what are you doing here? Was it more like you're too talented? I think so. I think it's a very self-aggrandizing song. Yeah. He's just like, look at this rogues gallery of losers here. <laughs> and they're all like, what are you doing here? You're great. Yeah. You're not a loser like the rest of us, yeah. Billy. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, look, I'm in the Navy. I probably will be for life. I'm a real estate novelist. I never had time for a wife. A real estate novelist. What does that mean? Mm. He writes novels about real estate. Probably. Is that a, a, a like uh, he writes the ads? Maybe. And they're, and they're hey, like little novels. Look, if you go onto a, a realtor's website, why don't you read some of those? Uh, those descriptions of the places, they might as well be a work of fiction. You know what I mean? 
If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgt.com. You can uh, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Twitter at complete guide. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. If you want to support the show, support our sponsors. Check them out. Also check out tcgt.com slash Amazon for your Amazon shopping and patreon.com slash complete guide for our second show, Books the Podcast. This week we are <laughs> starting off a new book, right? Is that how the timing works out? Yeah. So, uh, called Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? What? We'll find out. Mm. It is the book that they placed, based the film Blade Runner on. Oh, I'm going to watch Blade Runner at the yeah. end of all this? Yeah. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happens. One of us reads a book, the other one watches a movie about it. Yeah. It's great. Patreon.com slash complete guide. And thank you if you came to our shows in London. And if you didn't come to our shows in London, you fucked up. <laughs> uh, Tim, now that you've had uh, a couple of, uh, or no, I guess I've you only said had one. one. Yeah. What is your review of these hard seltzers? Um, They taste like candy and I like them. Yeah. Because uh. it's... This is probably admitting a little bit of an unhealthy relationship with alcohol, <laughs> but I don't like drinking alcohol. You don't like I, the taste of alcohol. But I like the way it makes me feel, and I forget that I'm drinking alcohol when I'm drinking these, and then all of a sudden I'm like, why do I feel relaxed and wonderful <laughs> all of a sudden? <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. And I, was, I was drinking this uh, this fun sugary drink I was drinking, actually, yeah. Well, maybe you there. should just learn to like the taste of alcohol. <laughs> yeah, that's that's certainly what, what, what we should all be striving It sounds for. like you're not tying the taste of alcohol with how it makes you feel enough. Yeah. Because, like, look, if you could drink, like, a non-alcoholic whiskey or something, you'd be like, why would I drink this? This tastes like a... It's a look cool. Like I'm, uh, you know, uh, wringing out a sweaty gym sock. Yeah. Or something. Uh, but... What happens to you at the gym? <laughs> but when you start to realize that uh, uh, the way whiskey makes you taste is associated with that, uh, or the way whiskey makes you feel is associated with that taste. I, I know that, Tom. I've been drinking you're whiskey like, long you're enough. You're like, man, I really like to taste the whiskey, but that's why. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to have another one of these seltzers. Okay. Yeah. Why not? Hey. Why not? We'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.